Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Podcast Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! I'm your host tonight, Ralph. Let's kick this off Mark IV style, motherfucker. To my left, I have Clark. I'm no hero, Ralph. I'm just your regular U.S. Army Mark IV Cyber Commando. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. To Clark's left, we have Harry. It's Sloane's bedtime, and I'm tucking him in six feet under. And to Harry's left, we have Steve. Knife to meet you. (laughs) All right, in case you couldn't tell, tonight's game is Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, one of the, spoiler, greatest DLCs ever created in the history of video games, in my opinion. My agreed. Definitely for, like, standalone stuff, I think it's, like, one of the best, well-curated games. Took what we needed from the source material for Far Cry 3 and just changed everything else and made it its own thing, and in my opinion, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. But let's go right into initial impressions. Clark, you were starting. Go ahead. Um, Yeah, so I played this game right when it came out, and I heard a preview about it, and I was like, this is a game that has my name written all over it. Purchased it and couldn't stop playing with it. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Walked right into that one. Purchased, Purchased it, couldn't stop playing it. I Actually, this is one of the very few like DLC things. I went out of my way, and I have all of the achievements for it. Like, I have this, like, 100% done on Xbox. And they're, they're, those achievements are pretty uh, tongue-in-cheek, too, if I remember right. Yeah, the, a ton of them are... Uh, you do have to hunt down every single blood dragon on the island and kill it, though. Oh, I didn't do that one. Wow. I didn't yeah, know that was that's, a thing. Yeah, that's one of the achievements. Do you remember what it says when you get that? You know, like, Dragon Master or something? Or? <laughs> no, it has, some, it has, some, it has <laughs> yeah. something to do with the hearts, though. Oh, okay. So this is actually the very first Far Cry game I've played, period. And it mm. just so happens to be a DLC and a crazy one at that. It's all downhill from here. There we go. Really? Is this, <laughs> is this like the pinnacle? Where? Well, I don't know if it's the pinnacle, but uh, I, I'm just saying that that's, that's a kind of odd that this is, this is your first Far Cry. And if you liked this, you should check out the other ones, I think. Okay. Well, just as long as I'm not at the top of the mountain and I'm going to go tumbling down. No guarantees. Okay. <laughs> I actually never even heard of it before... Obviously, you said it because you just said Blood Dragon. I didn't realize until you talked about it a little more. It was a Far Cry clone, I think you basically said, where it just took all the rest of it and just put its own shit over it. Like a filter. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty. That was the word I was looking for. Not quite. There's more to it than that, but obviously. It's just... <laughs> yeah. There, I'm, I'm sure it's a, a little bit different. Yeah. Once I pretty much opened up and just saw the graphics as soon as the opening came up, that's, I was all in. What do you mean, like the 8-bit cutscenes? Oh, the 8-bit cutscenes, yeah. just like the terrible 80s, everything we're going to be covering over, it just looked... But, but, but what do you mean by terrible 80s? Because uh, you mean awesome 80s, right? Uh, awesome awesome 80s, like you know the really bad yeah, movies in the 80s, yeah, but yeah. they're so bad that they're really good? Yeah, absolutely. That. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that about. sounds better, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harry, what do you got? <laughs> uh... I actually don't have much to say. I never played a Far Cry myself as well, so I'm in the same boat as Steve with this one. Grab a paddle. Uh, never even heard of this game before. That's a lie. No, that's not oh. a lie. That's a lie. How is that a lie? Oh, well, okay. I, apparently, Ralph mentioned it to me back at work, back in the day, but blocked a lot of those memories out, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
interesting game. I was quite interested, I guess, once I started getting into the the, the meat of this game. I don't want to dive into it too far, but definitely did not expect what what I was given. If I remember correctly, you <laughs> sent a text to everybody saying how much you were surprised. It it yeah, I was definitely taken aback. Okay. Like this is a very unique feel of a game. Yeah, I will completely agree with that. It's very unique. Yes. I played Far Cry 3 and uh, really enjoyed it. And it wasn't long after that game came out and I had completed it that this game was announced. And if I remember right, it was April 1st was when the trailer for Blood Dragon dropped. And I was literally floored when I saw it because not only was it an homage to 80s action movies, which we've said, uh, but the the look of what you saw there and the animated cutscenes and, hear me out, the inclusion of Michael Bean, which... I really feel like I'm the only person on the planet who remembers Michael Bean and likes his movies. Turns out that's not really true, I know. Um, I, a couple of my friends, you know, have heard of him and liked him. Liked him in Tombstone, liked him in Aliens, Terminator. Uh, but overall, he's kind of an overshadowed uh, 80s action icon, I would say. And the fact that they got him to voice it, I was, I was completely sold in the game from that first trailer. I mean, I would have given this game a 6 out of 10 just because Michael Bean is in it, let alone anything else... Because he's <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like the, the guy. I I think he's completely overlooked. I I enjoy his work. I was completely stoked for this game. I I got it the day it came out, April 30th, I believe, because I checked my Steam account, had it, played it, enjoyed it, and the rest is history. So it is what it is. Ubisoft every year puts out joke stuff on April 1st. Oh, and they thought it was a. And I'm gonna actually yeah, let's segment this right into game development. Absolutely. Game development. Yeah, so, <clears throat> like I was just saying, Ubisoft typically does, you know, April Fool's, ha-ha. So when I saw the trailer on April 1st, I was like, oh man, this would have been really This would have been amazing, cool. right. And I remember the next day, I was like, just fucking around on Reddit before work. And Ubisoft literally opened the day with being like, are you guys ready to see more blood dragon and everyone was like started retweeting them and they're like wait that wasn't actually a joke and they're right, like nope right. so then they were yeah they released it at the end of the month yeah so it it had like no hype time essentially yeah like, it, the, the and month, it was it, it was uh secretly developed they had a sloppy launch though sloppy sloppy so i know you mentioned they did their um their teaser april 1st yeah april 7th they accidentally leaked the game there was an exploit in their uh, Ubisoft's digital distribution service called Uplay. Was that in Br Brazil? Uh, it sounds about right. I think I read that something happened. In yeah, okay, so yeah. the game leaked on the 7th. Uh, they had to close down their servers, like the whole Uplay service site that they have. Um, then they reopened on the 8th, and then they, again, I think they launched it on May 1st. Does that sound about right? Yes, for Windows. Yes. It kind of got out in the in the mainstream like a little bit early, so I don't think they had like this... I think a lot of people got um, like stolen copies, essentially. Mm, okay. It just got circulated out there yeah. like, really crazy fast. I do want to say I think it's amazing that this game exists, that I, I don't know how whoever it was, the, the, the creative director or the, the writer for the game, and I, I, his, his name's online, if he pitched this to the bigwigs at Ubisoft and they were like, sold, done. Because this kind of comedic first-person shooter that's a parody, this doesn't happen. This is like a diamond in plain sight. I, I I just don't know 
how else to put it 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 it, it makes me happy that this game exists <laughs> it Honestly, really does it's, it's like duke nukem like old school duke nukem it's a mean, little it's it's a lot less raunchy 3D? than than duke nukem but Shake yeah it, like duke yeah. nukem 3d like Shake it, baby. well where it's like you know it has that comedic value is like what it's really going for but in this it's just all throwbacks and references which i think could bring us to our next segment story all right let's get into this epic original story Super original story. Super original. Super. I can't think of anything else that has been anywhere close to this. All I can think of is space, Earth. I I will say when I'm trying to recap the whole story in my head, I remember blips from the beginning and like the end. Well, Sloane wants to like destroy the world because we're gonna make peace with the Russians. The, the Russians. Yeah. The commies. This is like an alternate Cold War kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Alternate okay. Cold mm-hmm. War. Uh, it's set in 2007. Yeah, I do remember that. He made <laughs> yeah. a comment. That <laughs> Which why? Is funny. Like, like they had this '80s feel, right? <laughs> because then, in the '80s, that was yeah, the future. The 80s, yeah, 2007 is the future. It, in the '80s, like Blade Runner came out in 1982. 2019 is the future with flying cars and yeah. and androids. And now we're like kids with Tide Pods and, <laughs> and, and um, fidget spinners. But basically, he's gone AWOL. Sloan. He he was he was the one that I want to say he sort of trained. Uh, Rex Spider and Rex yeah which we didn't say his name yet Rex Power Cult Rex Power Cult which you think Rex would be, Power Cult which you think yes. would be more of a reference but I it doesn't it isn't really it's just like the macho name like I, I thought for sure it, they could have more fun with it like um, what is it in the Simpsons there's there's a Max, Max Power. Power Max Power Max Power Max Powers who's Max pa- okay oh I, Max I, Power that's Homer he changes his name to Max Power okay. I actually have not watched a lot of the Simpsons why would you choose that as a yeah, reference? You, you guys reference. didn't let me. You guys, <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. You didn't let me finish. What I'm saying is, there's a parody of Schwarzenegger in The Simpsons, right? Yeah. Oh, what's Rainier, his name? Rainier Wolfcastle. Okay, yep. that to me is like I, I was expecting. Killbane. Like, like it would make sense if if uh, Rex Power Cult was like a play off someone specifically. I guess they they couldn't they couldn't work that out, or in, that in order to stay away from too much copyright infringement or someone coming at them. I guess they just came up with this generic. Super masculine macho. Well, he's cult. he's '80s action hero. He just yeah. has to. He could still be his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So yeah, his teacher, for lack of a better word, his mentor, Sloan, goes AWOL. He doesn't want to make peace. He wants to blow up the world. Of course, as any good '80s action movie villain would. And he wants to do it by, if I remember right, injecting the the blood from the blood dragons. It was weaponized to an aerosol form, and it's going to make everybody. Basically, become barbarians. Mostly, is that right? Is that I know sound he about was right? Using the blood for something. <laughs> I forget what exactly he loaded the missiles with. It makes you go in like berserker mode. Yeah, it's something. It just makes everybody go insane. And then also, there's a magical rainbow dinosaur that you ride for a little bit, and then well, the we'll end. get to that. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, we will. So I, I just want to say, so I mean, we're going to discuss the story, but I think for this episode, I want to just randomly insert quotes where I feel appropriate. I think randomly, that, I think that is appropriate for this entire episode because there are so many quotes. Send for a medic so I can kill him too. That was like one of my favorite lines. <laughs> <so good. laughs> that was the first one I wrote down. That's what I've got written down. <laughs> no, I lied. The first one I wrote down was these tutorials brought to you by Kobayashi. Kobayashi Cyborg Lubricant. 
lubricating your future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the script of this game is is just brilliant. Like references within references and just cheesiness and jokes that fall flat but because it's a bad joke you still love it like it just shit balls (laughs) dick shitter (laughs) like it's just like what it's like did he did i really just hear that (laughs) i guess i blew my load (laughs) (laughs) uh i liked um because i always went for headshots uh uh, i picked his brain (laughs) or pop goes the weasel <laughs> but just the way they they kind of made everything flow where you start you just start up from okay you're cyborg man and now you're going through and you have this prime objective you lose your friend so they you kind of have like a metroid thing yeah. going right yeah so you start like that. you start in the very beginning i remember being like wait a minute why are all my weapons like perfect and i was like oh of course because there's a metroid thing where you come you start completely full power you've got all the attachments all the bullshit and then something happens to you and you get stripped down to the bare bones and you start with i think the bow if i remember right you get stuck with the bow having said that the bow is probably my second favorite weapon in the game. Because, I, I don't know about you guys, I played it on hard. This game, because I knew it, because I'd enjoyed it so much, I was like, I'm not going to go medium, I'm going to go hard and see if I can do it. And I found that it's not that different, except that the enemies become really bullet spongy with the pistol and with the rifle, the um, assault rifle. So you went bow. Throwing bows. I went bow, uh, and then about an hour into it, I was like, you know what? The Galleria is like my favorite shotgun that I can think of. Um, I'm just going to upgrade that all the way to have the four barrels and semi-auto and a big mag, and I just would put that thing up in people's noses and pull the trigger. So, I mean, is there really much else to the story itself? Yeah, I'm not really oh, talking yeah. about the story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the story in the middle was a little lacking. So it's like they had, he lost his comrade, was it uh, T.T. Spider. T.T. No, Spider-Brown. Spider so he lost him, and then there was like a little bit of like a couple missions in the middle, and then it cuts to this one scene... Shit, what was the big turning scene? It was um, like where he was... Do you mean where he goes into... He basically does the Mortal Kombat uh, arena oh, thing? I yeah, guess... When they start doing the Mortal Kombat shit? Yeah, that that was odd. That was pretty odd. It, like, as soon as you open that doorway, it's like, test your might. might. So, yeah, there's, a, like, there's a oh. few Mortal Kombat references. Okay. Yeah. If you lo- Honestly, if you look at Spider, he looks like... Sub-Zero. It, it, yeah, Sub-Zero. he has that mask thing. Yep. No, no, I got that. So, I guess maybe it's after you get that weapon... Is sport, that when the, the sex uh, scene the happens? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then th- that's a big cut scene. Like, <laughs> it, it really just transitions <laughs> from one uh, segment to another until you finally get control of your character back. Again. It was well, they give you long. that. They give you that warning when you go in to get the kill star that you won't be able to return to the free room. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So it's probably like simple plot lines until you get to that point, and then it's like hard story all the way to the end at that yep. point. That that's Speaking how. Speaking of hard story, let's talk about the sex. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate. The sex scene is utterly hilarious. Oh, I wish I w- uh, wrote down more of the Clark's quotes. Got it. Clark's got it. Yes. I, I have some of the quotes. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yes, no, yes, no. Yes, Ouch. yes, no, Ouch. yes, Ouch. no, no, no. <laughs> All right, so um, when when the, it like first starts and she's like laying there on her stomach and he's like walking up her back <laughs> but with her like robotic fingers. Oh God, yes. <laughs> so then, so then, yeah, he's like he's like touching her and she's like, oh yes, and he like touches her boob and she's like, oh yes, and then she's like, oh oh, ouch, ow, ouch, ow. <laughs> um, obviously, having a metal hand has its drawbacks. Yeah, obviously. And then like when when they're fucking, she's like, yes. Yes, yes, no, yes. 
<laughs> yes. No. 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 <laughs> Hilarious. Didn't she say something else like, um, it's like you're all man where it counts or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because it like, he's a cyborg. You may be 85% uh, like cable. Synthetic blood. And everything, but you're man where it counts. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, if you're listening, you should probably go to YouTube and just find cutscenes from from Blood Dragon if you haven't played the game, and you'll you'll have yourself a chuckle. And if you don't, you don't have a sense of humor. Some of them went a little long. Not saying like I really complained about it, but they were like some long cutscenes. Well, I really liked how they basically brought uh, Rocky and the Karate Kid in to make like one big cutscene, like the, the ultimate montage. '80s montage. I love the, the montage. End. I even had to write that down. I forgot to bring my notes with me, but I just wrote down montage. It's I need <laughs> a same montage. thing. Training montage. montage. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's it's just doing like first you see him doing like twelve, thirteen push-ups, and then they go back to him again. It's like five hundred and ninety-seven push-ups. <laughs> it's so good. It's so montage. good. And he's got like one plate on the dumbbell, and then they go back, and it's like seven plates. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, it's doing like a one arm pull up, and it's just see him going back up and down over the bar. It's like, what the hell yeah, is this? This uh, is awesome. He's pretty much Ivan uh, Dragoing it, yeah. you could say. Uh, I'm pretty sure even even one of the missions is like, I must break you or something. Is yeah, like it's the last the, mission. The last mission? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, Rocky Four is all over this. I mean, you can say generically Rocky, but I think it's specific to Rocky Four, which is probably oh, that, the most ridiculous. During the, during the montage, too, the hand grip Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. It's like... I did, <laughs> I did like how they threw the, the little extra of where he, like, first tried out the kill star, and he just, like, cut the... the he, like, killed the one <laughs> he scientist. the one scientist. I was just sitting there watching, it's just like... And it just drops, and the other two look down and look at him. It's like, holy shit. I did uh, think that that was a satisfying uh, weapon to get then. Yeah. But um, is there anything else from the story we really want to talk about? Because it's ridiculous. Vietnam War Two is something that happened in the past. Oh, they nuked. They We, the United States, nuked Canada and invaded Australia, I think, did they say? No, we stopped the, we stopped we stopped the Canadians from invading Australia oh, oh, <laughs> by <okay>. nuking them. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> How could I forget that? Yeah. Uh, there and, is a- and honestly, when he's talking about the Reds... I go back and forth on if the Reds actually means Canada or not to him. Oh, you mean because, like, maple... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> actually, <laughs> it makes it even funnier <laughs> the if that's actually, like, All the right. Reds that he's referring to. All right, so, show me your fan fiction. I want to read it. In typical fashion of, like, action movies... They wear pants. Right be like, after the sex scene in the training montage, there's, there's, like, the the charge towards the final boss. Yep. Where they're just, I am, like, ultimate hero now, nobody can stand in my way, and they're just, like, destroying everything in their path, right? So you finally... Well, even before that, he's having, like, the flashback memories as you're walking slowly towards the gate and you hear the voices from all the characters in the game, like the, the kind of like the rooting on type yeah. voice. Yeah. He gets to the final boss, which by the way, I want to talk in gameplay because you never get to fight the Sloan. final boss. Yeah. True. Yes. True. But then after that, you're standing there with, what is her name? Victoria? Elizabeth. Doc- yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. Doctor. Um... Hold on. You are cutting out a huge part of what I want to talk about the story. Story? Okay, what, what, I mean, how you get to Sloan is an important part of the story. I was, I was going to tie it in the gameplay, it, but it's a it's a gr- it's a fun fun ass level. But you get to ride and drive a blood dragon with the fucking the Gatling gun 
on its the, face. Yeah, and while he shoots laser beams in the oh, rest oh, of it. Oh, he has a quote. And he's, and he's talking. I will break you. He says that. He says uh, a bunch of stuff. Oh, I and I shoot lasers. lasers out of my fucking eyes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he also says, I'm charging my laser. He also yeah. says, yeah. Yeah. Oh, genocide is fun. Yeah, yeah. genocide <laughs> is fun. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> This is both. This makes me happy and sad. <laughs> and then, sh- and then Sloane shoots him in the eye, and he explodes. That happens. That's, we should shed a tear for the ultimate blood dragon. Yeah, he Moment was silent. He was pretty awesome. So anyway, okay. So getting through that segment, okay, I, I uh, will touch. You broke the you broke the moment of silence for the ultimate blood dragon. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that blood dragon. There's your moment of silence. Was I'll just break the audio and stretch the timeline. <laughs> I'll stretch the timeline. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right Doc. Sloan. Multiverse. <laughs> so you get to Sloan. You power up. Oh, what the fuck? You punch through his head or something like that? His chest, I think. Yeah, 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 his chest. And you fill him up with power. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, he said he's, it went to his head. Yeah, power what? went to his head. Lights out. No. Lights on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess all that power went to his head. <laughs> so he's like, okay, you defeat Sloan. The missiles are going off. Yep. Uh, there's explosions like fucking out the wazoo, and you're standing there with Doctor Darling, Doctor Darling, and she's like facing towards the camera, and it keeps zooming in on her face, and she has the purple eyes yeah. of Sloane. I've actually forgot about that that little twist, and I noticed because all the all the cutscenes are supposed to be like either I, I want to say they're eight bit. They're supposed to be like like Ninja Gaiden, basically Ninja yeah. Gaiden cutscenes. But that one was really high res, and I was like, "Why is this so high res?" And then it started to zoom in, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's why." Because then she turns, and they, but they it starts a, out far, and it zooms in. They pulled a Michael Jackson thriller, like at the end after he looks over his shoulder with thriller with the yellow eyes, and they just do. That's exactly the reference that they made. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Uh, that ties into the fact that there's no real sequel to this game. I'm okay with it. It doesn't need a sequel. All right, no, let's move on. <laughs> Let, let's, no, let's move no, on. Actually, I agree with Harry. This does not need a sequel. No, it's a oh, great God. standalone. Look, look, oh, look yeah. Oh, no, if, look. They, if if they were to make a sequel, they'd destroy this. Yeah, they'll they'll destroy it. They should make a sequel. It no, should they be it should be a version of uh, Trials where it's got a blood dragon theme. That would be perfect. That's exactly what this needs. You know, trials with the motorcycles where you, you go up and down hills and everything. Yeah, and except for that, that fucking exists. Awesome. Yeah, that stop would be being awesome. facetious. Oh no, the trials are loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So that is a the thing. There's the trials of yeah. the blood dragon. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Oh, it's, bull- it's bullshit. Hey, it's Ubisoft. bullshit. Ubisoft. It's Fix bullshit. That. Fix that, Ubisoft. We don't need another Watchdog or whatever. Is that Ubisoft? I can't even tell if that's Ubisoft. Yeah, I'm losing Dogs. my mind. We don't need. We need Watchdogs three. We need Blood Dragon two. More dragons. No, we don't. We do. We don't. Leave it alone. And Blood and, Dragon two. Electric allow Boogaloo. It be, allow it to. <laughs> allow it to be like the masterpiece that it is. Look, they took Fallout th- or Far Cry three, which was an amazing game, and then they made Far Cry four. Not so good. I didn't play Far Cry 4. And then they made Primal, which was... Nobody liked. Yeah. But that was Far Cry 4 Tundra. He said, blow me, so I did. Oh, wait. <laughs> those, <laughs> are <my> favorite, <laughs> those are my favorite kind of blowjobs. That's, that's the one. That's, that's, that's the one I remember. I blew up a Jeep with the, uh, with the explosive rounds. He said, that's my kind of blowjob. He called Shotgun. Let's talk about the gameplay. Gameplay. Use C400 to blow enemies. Up. (laughs) Up. Up. Okay. That's not a bad segue, Harry. The loading screens are all ironic. 
Yes. They're all very funny. Usually. Yes. Yes, they <laughs> yes. are. Yes. Yes, they, they are. They are. Ha, 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 ha. You need ammo to fire your weapons. You do? Are you sure? Press the reload button to reload. <laughs> the whole game is a parody. I fucking love it. Yeah, the whole thing just makes fun of itself, and it doesn't take itself seriously at in all. the slightest. I think that's what makes it so good, because they didn't take any part of this seriously so in in the gameplay uh i wanted to ask what's everyone's favorite weapon it's got to be the galleria for me i love that shotgun i would usually have the galleria or the minigun but preferably galleria and i would just run around as fast as can and just take down everybody i like that it was just covers so much distance in a little bit of time and stab shuriken someone in the face and i can fucking throw a ninja star in someone's face and kill them <laughs> why would i not want to do that yeah, the, <laughs> the chain kills are awesome and then when that didn't work run up and exactly what ralph said just put the shotgun right in their fucking nose and pop them can you throw the throwing star yeah the throwing the shuriken no, you not can. the not the ultimate not, weapon you not get. the kill no. star Oh, so, uh, okay. Because that was just a big fucking laser beam, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean I one where, where if you were to if you were to take down somebody like with melee, and there was someone else like still within the range, you could hit R two, and you would take a fucking shuriken, a ninja star, and throw it and kill them. Oh, on the I didn't spot. You do that. Chain, you can chain kills. Like, I did chain kills, but it looked like he went and and just knifed them all. Yeah, but he it, could do you that have too. To, you have to press R two, and if there's someone far away, he'll throw a star. Uh, fair enough. So I was minigun primarily. Really? With shotgun as my backup. I I couldn't get into the assault rifle too much. What? Yeah, the assault rifle sucks. Yeah. The Felt pistol like kind of sucked too. Yeah, yeah. The the pistol is amazing when you get all the upgrades for it. The pistol is like one of the best weapons in the game, but you have to literally have everything for it. I Which, didn't I, I gotta say, I didn't do a lot of the side quests. So I didn't unlock a lot of the extras for the weapons, like the attachments. I was primarily chain gun mini gun however you want to call it yeah. and then my secondary was usually the shotgun did not like the assault rifle i did not like the pistol so much i really did not care for the flamethrower i mean it was yeah. nice for blowing through certain enemies but then you get to those guys that are immune to the fire because they're the torch guys themselves i only use that thing for its it's it's a situational for the eggs. That's the only time I used it. I never used it again. Yeah, like well, I tried using it, and then I just realized they weren't dying fast enough. As if I was just shooting them, so I just didn't. The sniper rifle with the explosive rounds was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I I actually didn't get that until I was in the trials. Oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, do they upgrade your guns for this these trials? But I already. I, I looked at the achievements, and once you hit a certain thing, you get the explosive rounds. Yeah, you can so buy it. So it. it just timed such a weird way that I thought oh, okay. the trials gave it to me, but I had actually just earned it as well. Oh, wow, okay. So it actually came in real handy, and the first shot I shot, and they just, like, exploded. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What have I been missing this entire game so far? <laughs> that right there is, that whole rifle is pretty much a Robocop reference. That's that's the gun that the uh, Clarence Boddicker and his henchmen get at the very end, and they shoot those explosive rounds. So you get, I got the explosive rounds fairly early on in this playthrough, but um, I previously upgraded all the weapons. For this run, I didn't, and that thing is a lot of fun. Uh, my favorite weapon by far is the bow. I just the bow is awesome. I love the bow in Far Cry Three and this. Like I think it's just a great weapon. You can be super fucking sneaky. Not a damn person can hear you. Or like I, I like sneaking in, doing the stealth kills. I utilize stealth a lot in 
in this game. Like, do a couple stealth kills, and then you just see the one guy who's, like, slowly, your meter starting to turn up into him, and just pulling out the fucking bow and getting him with the fucking bow is awesome. Very satisfying to use the bow. I completely agree. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I had a couple shots where it was, like, outside of the range, and I would just take my crosshair and lift it above their head a little bit, and you just, and wait. And then it hits them like in the toe, and they just ragdoll. Yep. It's so satisfying. And like, the best part about the bow is you can run over and get the ammo. I was up. about to say you can actually pick up your your arrows. Yeah, you can just be like, boom, take out an entire fucking garrison with fifteen arrows. Run around and collect them all, and like, I'm ready, ready to, to take go out another the, garrison. Yes. Yeah. There's no shortage of money in the game, but that's the best way to save money, as far as I can tell. Like, obviously, you can loot every corpse, you can get every box, you can find money laying around. Which I don't know if you guys noticed, but on the money. It kind of looked like um, uh, Jane Fonda was president or whatever. I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a lady on it, and I thought she looked like Jane Fonda. But no, you're absolutely right, Clark. Picking up those arrows that's a great way to to clear a room and to not really have any anything lost because the vending machines kind of annoyed me a little bit just because it sort of like it sort of like broke the convention. Like, why would there be a vending machine here that I can restock all my stuff? But I, I let that go. Primarily, I would just go in and like get all my ammo every time I got to one. There was no yeah. shortage of money. Welcome uh, to the Circus two, of two, Value. Two, two things real quick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's Bioshock. <laughs> Number one, did you guys catch when you hold down the trigger on uh, the chain gun? It reminds you of Rambo, the video game. Oh, yeah. Because he's a... I think that's actually a Predator reference. No, that's fine. I don't care. It's, Bill, <laughs> it's a Bill Duke reference. <laughs> yeah. uh, the second thing, though, I did have a question. As far as the money goes, is there any really expensive things worth hoarding the money to achieve late in the game? The upgrades are expensive. Yeah. They're a yeah, the up, yeah, the upgrades are like, uh, I think like the high-end upgrades can be like four or 5000 Okay. So yeah, you, you if you go that route, you do want to have a little extra cash. But it's it's no it's a no shortage. I just to save time, I didn't loot every corpse like I did the first time I played. Yeah, that was a bit time consuming while we're in gameplay. Like actually looting the bodies and going yeah. through that whole thing and ripping out the heart. That got yeah. really old really fast. Yeah, actually, that's it's the same thing with Far Cry Three. And I playing it this time, I thought to myself, why didn't they just like streamline this? Like you just walk over the corpses and you'd you'd get all the stuff that's there because you have to sit there and hold the button. Not, you know, you get near them and you push it. You have to hold it. Yeah. Which in any game when you have to hold a button, it always annoys me like that. It's just not economical or, or quick. I like games that you can just fly right through or whatever. So what I thought was weird that in one of the Far Cry games, it's either three or four, uh, it's not in Blood Dragon is the ability to double tap and quickly do that. You can just be like, oh, really? literally, your hand goes down, it comes up with whatever you have. But I think that's, I think it's in Far Cry 3, but you have to have, like, your animal skinning. It's an upgrade. All the way up. Okay. And then you, like, you get the skill, you can just, like, literally walk up to something and be like, boop, got yeah. all the skins. Instead of, because, like, in Far Cry, you're sitting there and you're just, like, cutting open the fucking pig and, like, you can just see him, like, just like... Ripping them up. In a lot of ways, since you mentioned that, in a lot of ways, Blood Dragon is like Far Cry 3 light. Yeah. Everything that happens in Blood Dragon in terms of the gameplay, like getting getting garrisons, and even, aren't there, there are radio towers in Far Cry 3 that are not in Blood Dragon. Right. Imagine the Blood Dragon map times like, what, three or four? Yeah, so actually, the Blood Dragon map is part of... Far Cry 3. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just reskinned. I never went back and saw a comparison. I gotcha. Yeah, it's reskinned. It's like the southwest quadrant 
Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, of Far Cry 3. They just turn it into right. this. And it's only, like, visited a few times in Far Cry 3. It's not a huge, like, area that's explored a bunch, and that's why they used it. That makes sense. So in Far Cry 3, you have to, like, hunt animals and skin them to get upgrades for more ammo, for a bigger wallet, for things like this. And in, in Blood Dragon, you just have it. Uh, also, your sta- I think there's stamina in Far Cry 3 for you to run. Because I remember in, in Blood Dragon, the fastest way for me to get anywhere is just to run. And you oh, can run yeah. infinitely. Like, the Jeeps are there, but you don't need it. The Jeeps and, and other vehicles are really necessary for Far Cry 3. I know you guys haven't haven't played it. And for our listeners who haven't played that one, uh, this it's like they took the best parts of Far Cry 3 and remixed it, which is exactly what this should have been. Well, I would hope I wouldn't get tired. I'm a fucking cyborg. Exactly. But that made it even better for my play style of just run everywhere, stabby, stabby, shotgun, stabby, stabby. And I really did appreciate not having to slow down and then just walk and feel slow-paced. If I wanted to rush into a garrison and just tear shit up, I could do so, and I Hmm. liked it. Maybe it was the difficulty that I played this time because I played in hard mode, but I felt that I had to use stealth at some segments. And some of the side missions where you have to rescue someone, you're forced to do stealth. And I always felt it was weird that in 80s, what should be an 80s action movie, the, the main character who's such a badass and a cyborg has to use stealth. To me, the setting for this game and the gameplay should be run and gun. You just run and and, and mow people down and not have to consider I could see stealth that. and ammo conservation and, and things like that, you know? And playing it on normal or easy, I guess you can you can sort of do that more. But for my hard playthrough, I found that I was being more more stealthy and it makes sense, I guess, but it didn't feel right for Rex Power Cult to be... You're not Solid Snake, you know? Like, you are you just, like, run in and, and... You should be able to run in and just mow everybody down, but you can't always do that because you'll get killed really quickly. Now, having said that, the healing is interesting as you can heal infinitely three of your, your bars if you don't have any of the, the injections. Mm-hmm. And those are always funny, the animations where his wrist is, like, broken on his metal arm and he has to rewire it or do this or There's or actually do that. quite a few different animations for this, too. Yeah. Like, the one arm is broken or there's one where he's just like resoldering some stuff um or welding or welding yeah yeah, yeah. uh there's one where he's pulling a bullet out of his arm yeah the um the stress uh clamp (laughs) thing that he just like (laughs) going nuts on speaking Uh, speaking of fun arm animations uh (laughs) did you did, did you ever notice that when you like stab and kill somebody not doing the stealth kill but have you ever like did anyone ever like rush you, and you just have to actually like, kill them with the yeah with yeah. the melee? Did you ever notice that when you do that, he flips them off? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw it's that so good. Of... It's just and it just like it does the little <laughs> guitar. You, well, he'll fuck you, and he'll he'll do that even if you're just if you're not actually killing somebody, and you just click melee, he just flips them off. You just see the middle finger come up. It's so awesome. Just run around. It's like fuck you, fuck you. Or when you level up, you just like rock Wah! on. Yeah, the electric fingers. <laughs> yep. Uh, one thing I want to say: uh, the the actual blood dragons, the way that they're incorporated in the game, the way that you need to distract them, or you you can fight them outright, but they're usually pretty hard to to take down if you don't have the right hardware. Um, I thought it was interesting that because you have to you have to be careful with certain animals in blood dragon, like the tigers that'll just pounce on you, or snakes will come after you. Most of the animals are passive, but there are those uh, those hunter those carnivores out there. But with the actual blood dragons, how you have to be careful around them, even though it wasn't that difficult just to, like, chuck a heart and then they'll 
they'll they'll go after and sniff it out or whatever. And meanwhile, you're leapfrogging over mountains and and running away. It just it, it was an interesting dynamic to to add to the mix that wasn't present in in Far Cry Three. I don't really know what the direct inspiration for that is. Sort of that you have to be careful around these guys, and it's very interesting how you can use them to your advantage. Or they can fuck you up based on your actions. Which I've been on the end of both of those. It's very nice when you find a group and just start chucking some of the cyber hearts over. And then start they start taking apart the group. And then you start running away. It's like, alright, no, I'm pretty good. I hop in a jeep and then all of a sudden there's a fucking blood dragon up my ass. And it's just it just destroys me. It's like, alright, this is great. This is <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're not to be taken lightly. No. And, uh, no. I thought that that was, um, I don't want to say unique, but it was... It was an interesting element to the to the gameplay. The hang gliding is straight from Far Cry Three. Mm-hmm. That, I th- that was do. one of my favorite ways to travel. Mm. To be honest with you, even over the running, it's a really cool way to get around that area. Very useful. Yeah, it, it's in in Far Cry Three. It's amazing just because the game, like this game, has a cool aesthetic. But like when you actually have like oh daylight and there's like these sprawling valleys that you're like hang gliding through, it's really breathtaking. Hmm. I haven't played it since uh, I played on the PS3, and in that version, I remember there was a lot of pop-in. Like, you would look at grass as you were walking, you would see the grass grow, and once you saw it, you, like, couldn't unsee that yeah. everything was popping in like that. So I'm probably going to revisit Far Cry 3 now that I have a machine that is is well past that, because when I originally played Blood Dragon, I had to play it on, like, medium to low settings, and this time I played it, I played it on everything maxed out, and my frame rate was a consistent, like, 60, and it was just so much fun to play like that uh, play optimal settings, basically. Right. Overall, um, I don't think there was any like little subcategories of gameplay that we needed to talk to. So just as an overall, I did... Don't don't crucify me. Oh my this. God, here we go. Crucify you? Don't crucify me for crucify! this. <laughs> I thought the gunplay and everything in the game was clunky. Clunky, really? I didn't... Too loose? No, as in like maybe I needed to to change like the the what what is it called the sensitivity sensitivity or something like that. It felt very rigid. I don't know. The accuracy seemed kind of off. I don't know. I I thought that the the shooting part of the game was probably one of the weakest parts of this it's game. It's a first person shooter. I know. Not the shooting I know. Was I def- <laughs> just to go off. The, I I turned down the sensitivity. You it turned was, it down. Yeah. Okay. That no, I, I was thinking I needed to turn it up. No, for it wasn't sensitive enough for you. I don't know. It just seemed like I really had to like to to move one way. I just had to really like flip the stick. I don't know. That was just my personal. Would you play it on 360? I played on PS3. I don't know. I just that was the one thing that really turned me off. I didn't like the driving. I mean, it was that that where it's just moving it back and forth. It was so easy to get those things stuck. Like, but that's just going off of the roads, which I get. It's like it's going to happen. But I got stuck on so many rocks. Yeah, yeah. And then just have to throw a grenade to have enough like pressure to pop it off the rock and jump back in, which I did appreciate. I could do that without actually blowing it up right away. Do you guys like that you could throw a D20 to distract guards? That was cool. That was pretty <laughs> neat. They're like, throw the dice. I'm like, what? Oh, and then they call you a nerd. Throw your D20 to distract guards, nerd. <laughs> I'm a little sad I didn't actually get to kill Sloan myself. Oh, right. They let's, did. Yeah. Let's talk about that. They didn't give me the choice to do that. It's odd. Like, the choice? <laughs> We're going there, The huh? choice, huh? Um, the option to. It is odd, yeah, it's though. Weird that you don't get the option to do that, right? They're, they're 
keep they keep poking at this the entire game. Got to kill Sloan. Got to kill Sloan. And then it happens in a in a sequence. Not you, yeah. In yeah a, and you don't get to make a decision about it. <laughs> but they've been like harping on it, and it's kind of the whole point of the entire game. And you just don't get to have any say in it, right? Mm. I'm pretty sure there's no 3D model for Sloan, unless my memory is is. No, I don't remember Sloan. seeing anything. Why? Of it. Yeah. I don't know why. Why isn't it that an arena, like a cage arena, like drops on you from the sky because it's Blood Dragon, nobody cares, and then you guys have to either <laughs> fight. You have to like fight mano a mano. Like they, it could have been like it could have been like a boxing thing. Like it could have been. They beat it each other up. Definitely could have been. It should have been a melee thing, not even guns. Like take, taking the guns out of the equation, I think it makes it more of like that action hero finale. Yeah. Only a fool trusts his life to a weapon. Or, or somebody goes out. to grab a pistol, but then the other character kicks it out of their hand. Yeah. Like, how many times have you seen that scene oh, yeah. in an action movie? Yeah, and then they, they fight to the death, and you win. Or you get bludgeoned, I don't know. Hooray. They, they could have helicopters, like, boop, 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 come in and just drop a cage on you guys, and you and you duke it out. It does. It is kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah. And, I mean, I, 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 and I, it should have been over, like, a pit of blood dragons. <laughs> and then... He does that final <laughs> kick, says like a like a quip or something like that, and just like kicks slow, roundhouse kicks slow into just, this pit, <laughs> like Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, <laughs> just here finish him, and then just done. Like I feel like in the nature of this game, that's how that final sequence should have been. Yep. I would have liked that a lot better. I I have to admit that is that is something they they there must be a reason they did it this way, but a missed opportunity. Sorry, we'll just do Blood Dragon three point two. Yeah, when they make the sequel, it'll end that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sloane's revenge. He's more powerful. You get to play as Sloane to take down <laughs> Rex Power Cult. <laughs> well, I think we hit most of the points for gameplay. Yep. Does anybody has anything else? Nope. Negative. Next. <laughs> You're like like fishing for more. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just move. Let's let's graphics. Just go. Graphics. 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 I think we have said over and over how amazing this game looks and like the aesthetic and and what it does for or the service that it pays to all of the things that it's paying homage to is, is incredible yes uh like it's very stylistic rex looks kind of like snake plissken from escape from new york with a fucking cyber arm and like he's got the hair he eventually gets the fucking bandana and like it's good man it's real good Character models, hands down, I think are amazing in this game. Really? I will say that. Um, or maybe the art style. I don't know what I'm saying. But like, the way they design the characters, I think they're they're badass looking. Like, over the top. I don't think we, we use that phrase for this game to describe it in any way. Over the top? But I think in every facet of this game, you could easily say, over the top. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the music, over, over the, top. the top. Just The about graphics, over, over the, the top. top. The story, over, over the, the top. top. The gameplay, eh. The gameplay, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in a great, an arm a wrestling great, movie. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, a great movie from the <laughs> 80s that's not referenced in this, over the top. <laughs> um, I say great facetiously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not that a great good. Movie. <laughs> it's, it's Rocky with arm wrestling. Now, now I know kind of. <laughs> earlier you mentioned like their, their look of um, Tron. I did, you're right. I mentioned that to you the other night. Like That was like the first thing that, struck me i was like it has this little bit of like a well, how did i describe it a trony feel trony and you were like, yeah, you were like what right. trony what's trony <laughs> i was like you know <laughs> no i said tronish like, tronish 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 and you were like what what's tronish i was like you what know is that? and then hamill had to explain oh it's just tron 
with an ish on the end or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i definitely like with all the lasers up in the sky and everything like that like like that neutron movie the disney one that came out like mm-hmm. it's just like the bright lights and i can see that yeah which is more color not just black and like yeah. blue yeah exactly so i definitely got that it's very unique the look of this game absolutely you immediately know what you're looking at i also got a little bit of the terminator type feel all over yep. the terminators everywhere and i think that was kind of homage because um michael bean did the voice acting i think they're like oh yeah let's tie it to his most known like film but yeah overall i think the look was good i think they could have been a little bit my more diverse with their enemy types a little bit the standard I mean, guys, the snipers, the heavies, the flamethrowers. Yeah, but the blood like, dragon, you, like the you, blood you describe so many of those, but even those among themselves look very, very similar. They like, do. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think if you stood a regular trooper next to a sniper, I would be able to tell the difference. I, I actually didn't remember that there are shotgun guys as well who are either in red or yellow. I don't know. Sometimes they had a different color to, to theme them out. But yeah, they all look generic. Yeah, they, they absolutely do. Uh, I will say I love the animation. Did anybody get bit by a shark? Yeah. Where he's like no, literally. No. So it's like grabbing you, right? And it just shows like first person the shark like biting on your arm, and he's like punching it in the fucking head with his other arm until he just like beats it to death. Uh, <laughs> nice little little I clip of that. I should have let myself get eaten by a shark. It actually, it scared me at first because it just like, <laughs> caught me out of nowhere. Yeah. So <laughs> so animal attacks. Uh, something we didn't really touch on in the gameplay, but like those, like totally happened. Like, yeah, um, tigers got me. I think uh, snakes are really crazy too because they'll jump up. Yeah, and you like catch them in midair as they're like hissing at you and shit. Crocodiles will death roll you, and your screen does the death roll. I didn't see any crocodiles in this playthrough. There's one. Really? It's okay. it's leather. It's leatherhead. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. mentioned that. But yeah, it, they'll grab you. And your character will look down at his leg, and then you do the death roll, and it rolls the camera. Holy crap. It's very disorienting. Yeah, I believe that. But it's something that they did in uh, Far Cry 3 as well, although there's like several, several different ways that you can get taken down by every single animal in the in Far Cry 3. awesome. It's a really great game. I can't stress that yeah, enough. Yeah, I mean... We should put it in the put it in the mix sometime. You guys should play it. I mean, this is like like mechanically, this is Far Cry Three still. Now, I I think it is important to note while we're in the graphics section, the actual gameplay looks completely different from their story segments. Oh, like the art direction. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, even just the story segments were a throwback and an homage to video games in the eighties, like where they were at for for certain ones. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could see some of those panels within, like, a Super Nintendo game. Like, it's still frame shot. Yeah. I, I, really like think, I really think it reminds me of Ninja Gaiden, which was the NES. I could see that, definitely. So, I'm not saying you guys are wrong, but uh, I, I think they were more going for, like, an 8-bit. Because the Super Nintendo came out in the 90s. So, I don't know if, if they did that intentionally, probably, but it really looks like a, a Nintendo game mm-hmm. when they do the cutscenes. And include that with the limited movements that they can do. Yeah, <laughs> I really do love the um, the color of the arrows for the bow. How they're neon and they stand out. They're that blue where everything yeah. else is mostly like a, a green or red or pink or magenta or whatever. You know, the blue arrows really stick they're out in my gray. mind. Yeah, I'm colorblind. Oh my god! <laughs> you need a cybernetic eye to fix that. No, oh yeah, I- another another menu thing. Oh yeah, it's like cybernetic eye. 
It does things. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing about the cybernetic eye that's cool is when you, it's basically Terminator vision from the Terminator yep, films. Yep, but yep. when you push and engage it, it's the, the bullwhip crack from Predator, which is what they use to signify when the Predator is viewed. I mean, you can tell because the, the filter changes, but you hear like a crack and then you see the Predator's perspective. So they took Terminator and Predator and put them together mm-hmm. perfectly. Terma. Terma Predator? Terma Pred. A predator. Predator. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I think it like clicked in my head just as you were saying it too. I was like, yeah. I really love the poster for this game. The poster that looks like it looks like you could you could see it in a in a movie theater somewhere. The style with 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 Michael Bean's face and he the actually, box art. He, yeah, well, the box art. Yeah, it, it, but to me, it looks like a movie poster. It sold me on the whole game before I played it. That image, I was like, Blood Dragon. There it is. It's perfect. Music. We're on top because we never quit. All right, so let me ramble off a couple bullet points. I'll let you elaborate in a second round. Harry's music minute. So my first note that I wrote before I even did any research, I thought the opening felt like Terminator. Now, I know you were referencing uh, the thing with that. I think they have a very similar undertone, like deep beat to it. Okay. If that makes sense. It's dark synthwave. The entire fucking thing is dark synthwave. Yeah, what he said. Uh, which actually brings me to the next point. A lot of the music in this game is Australian synthwave performed by like the duo Power Glove. And I know you wanted Power to elaborate Glove. on Power Glove a little bit. Well, I just wanted to say that I played this game and I like fell in a Power Glove hole, you could say. I listened to like all their music on YouTube. Wow. For- <laughs> say he got Power Glove. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they say? No glove, no love. That's what they say. Wrap it up, Ralph. <laughs> Wrap it up. Guys, what did I do, honestly? Ralph's music minute. <laughs> Ralph's um, fisting minute. Da, da, da. Power Glove is is cited for doing the entire soundtrack, but what's interesting is the game actually has tracks of music from other films straight from them. Like uh, the one the one track I think is called War. That's straight from Rocky oh, Four. Yes, it is. Like, I actually wrote that. Um, yep. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So they they made <laughs> they made the ambient music. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. I wrote that. Yep, I did. Yeah, I, I thought did. I got another <laughs> reference. I thought they did something else, but it was by Little Richard that did. That's the... from Predator. Yes, right. So basically, they took some of the highlights of eighties action Sally. movies. Long Call Sally. They took some of the highlights from those films and literally injected them straight into the to the game. Now, why'd you inject it like straight that? Straight into the game. <laughs> no, he used his whole hand. You did. You did fingers, Clark. He. That's went, it, like, guys. Like the next in. the next podcast we do, we're gonna record me with my gestures. Some of the tracks are straight from the primary source. They're straight from the films. Other ones are like an homage from those films. Like some of the tracks from The Terminator, I don't think are straight ripped from The Terminator, but they're very, very similar. And the one track, I don't know its name, unfortunately. I listened to the first couple notes and the way that the the music was meandering. I was like, this sounds like Scarface. And like, I don't think a lot of people reference Scarface when they think Blood Dragon, but I think the music in Scarface did influence Power Glove. I, I think they just like... They went into their basement and pulled out every 80s movie that they had and they threw it in and just listened to everything and they, they churned out the soundtrack for Blood Dragon, which to me is right up there with the best soundtrack. Scarface scene. made in the 70s? 83. 80s. I know. I'm just fucking with you. Well, there you go. Um, a best Brian De Palma, costume. 83. Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer. I think the guys did a fantastic job. I mean, it's, it's up there with the greatest soundtracks in a video game that I've heard. It's right up there with uh, 
Rambo the video game. Love the voice acting to go along with it. Oh it yes, really please. Set. Yeah. The, the 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 big two I pulled was uh, Michael Bean, who played yep. who played Rex. Never heard of him. And <laughs> Phil Lamar, which I know we've mentioned before on the podcast. Phil Lamar is like a fantastic voice actor, and he's very prolific. He's actually in Pulp Fiction as an actor. He's Marvin. Yeah, you get shot in the face. Yeah, Yeah. which we referenced as well. (laughs) (laughs) I shot Marvin in the face. (laughs) You gotta have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I think he hit a bump. I didn't hit a. I hit no fucking bump. (laughs) I I will say, as far as Philomar goes, I know most of his career from Mad TV. Philomar, who's Philomar? Oh, that's right. He's on Mad TV. What did I call him? You yeah, just, Phil Lamar. I, no, you just kind of like blended his Philomar. name together. Phil you Lamar. said, oh, Phil Lamar. <laughs> Phil Lamar. You know, like, like Prince and Shalimar, but Phil Lamar. <laughs> Phil Lamar. <laughs> I, I know him mostly from Samurai Jack. I know him from Mad TV. Yeah, that's where I'm That saying. was like my first exposure to Phil Lamar. Yeah. UPS guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. An open right. letter to Phil, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. You're Phil great. Lamar. <laughs> Keep All going. Right. Thanks, Phil. You're always welcome on the podcast. Yes. Michael Bean's sold the whole thing for me like i said before uh but his his perf- Sean Bean's brother no his uh, <laughs> his performance and their sister Lima his performance sometimes seems a little muted um like what he's saying sounds really low and you can't you can't always hear like i i just didn't think it's part of the mixing i had the subtitles on anyway but sometimes like i almost want to say you can tell that he doesn't do a lot of voice work specifically voice work but overall just having him there is fantastic and he completely sold rex power cult hmm. i agree i think sloan's good too i don't i don't know his that, that was the one i was name. talking about earlier i oh, fuck i forget his name as well yeah it was actually a oh the guy from um from assassin's creed yes said. yes sure. yeah I, I think he's worth it i mean honorable there, mention there weren't that many uh voices in this game obviously because the no. story is pretty small but everybody who's everybody who showed up did a good job Yo, oh, here it is Danny Blanco. 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 Is it Blanco or Blanco? Blanco. <laughs> Blanco? Blanco. 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 Yeah, Blanco. 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 But no, even the scientists I thought were funny. The uh, <laughs> the enemies um, who are always like, like their whole, their whole, all their dialogue through the filter makes sense and it fits, it fits the tone of the game. But I found it hard to understand what the hell they were saying. Yeah, listen. for sure. I was yeah. like, oh my god, there he is, Roger, Roger. I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, they are fire. I was too busy like killing them. Like they didn't get many <laughs> words out as I was, or I was like hitting them from far away with a bow and right. I just didn't hear them. Right, right. Wait, they're allies though. Who? The scientists. Well, the si- well, the enemies. Sorry. You the, oh, you're the, talking the enemies. The enemies have okay. the, the filter. Got it. But Got the it. scientists, yeah, you can usually understand what they're saying, and they're, they're weird, weird, and n- not nerdy. But they, they, their dialogue makes sense, and I'm pretty sure it's just one guy that did all the. You can you can hear them like uh, talking about like D and D and shit too. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Well, if we're done with music, let's go straight into final thoughts. You got it. Final thoughts. Give us your best final thought on Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. So I would say for never actually hearing of this game, then being told the premise of the game, and then seeing the entire satire, the entire satire? Yeah, fuck it, why not? That this game <laughs> is, it's it's incredible. It Just between, the dialogue by itself sold me on the game. Granted, just opening up, ripping out at the side of a helicopter, and it's 
I don't know what more to really say about it. Yeah, it has its flaws, but for especially being no, it doesn't DLC. It's I don't think you can really get much better than a DLC than what this game can be. Well said, sir. Uh, Clark, go next. Firstly, the techno future and visual art style of uh, this is like a throwback to everything that I loved about movies in the 80s and the weird one-liner action hero genre and just 80s dystopian sci-fi worlds and just it's reminiscent of some of my favorite movies like Escape from New York and L.A. Like that whole like you're on a mission. You got to go to this fucking place. You got to get it. man. You got to fucking get it done. You like, like you like L.A. too? L.A.'s okay. Yeah, yeah. New York's amazing. Yeah, agreed. To me, this was just this amazing culmination of all of those things, and I don't think it could have been done better. There's not one super specific thing that I would actually change about this game without possibly altering the balance and the feel of everything about it. I, I really, really, really enjoy this game, and I, I highly recommend it to anybody that has... If you like Far Cry 3, check it out. If you like any of the massive amount of references in this game, check it out. I I, I, I don't have much more to say. It's it's amazing. If you have opposable thumbs, you should check it out. Yes. I think everyone should check it out. <clears throat> All right. Moving right along to Mr. Harold Bowles. So in conclusion, just running down the different parts of this game, I think a majority of it is fantastic. I like the um, the cinematics in the game. I like the storyline. I love the dialogue, the music, the voice acting. I think it's all great. What I get really held up on with this game is the actual gameplay itself. I thought, generally speaking, it was a little bit boring, to be completely honest with you guys. I might be the minority here, but I didn't care to just go exploring and everything like that. I did it a couple times, and it just felt like rinse and repeat. Do the same thing over and over again. Once you clear one outpost, it's like copy and paste another 15 times. I wasn't feeling it, to be completely honest. I will say it was fun to play through this game once. I don't think I'll ever revisit this game. I think I can... I, I have the memories I need from this game. I, I can't see any real need to revisit it, to be completely honest. All right, we're just going to... Fuck you, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to cut the last two minutes. For my final thoughts... Farquaad is that? Farquaad is a good start. Farquaad, Farquaad three. That's a fucking guard. Good start. Farquaad, come to a guard start. Thank you. That's a guard start. That's a great start. It gets a good start. Blood Dragon is one of the best examples of a gamble that paid off in gaming. I don't know who exactly greenlit it, but thank you to everyone involved. This comedic parody of an over-the-top '80s action movie is fucking flawless. A fucking flawless. Yeah, it's right for something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking flawless. I commend you, and I am so very thankful. My movie nerd crossed with my love of first-person shooters and Far Cry 3 came together in perfect harmony and synergy. I fucking love that this game exists, and the world is better for it. <laughs> Holy shit. He's serious. Now, <laughs> make... A proper fucking sequel. Disagree completely. Disagree one hundred percent. Do end. not make it. Do the not end. touch this game again. The end. We're ending now. Let's hear scores. And bring it up. That was, that was aggressive. Like it was aggressive. Mommy and daddy are fighting, and the spaghetti's running down the wall. You know they would not ruin the spaghetti. it. You know they would ruin it. If they made a full length Far Cry game, that was Blood Dragon Two. There is the potential for that. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe this parody 
doesn't work over 15 hours. It doesn't. It it wouldn't. Especially if you're sick of the repetitive gameplay like Harry. Well, here's the thing. Harry's absolutely right. I see past that because I liked doing that kind of stuff. I liked... I, I like. I honestly... Uh, one thing that annoyed me about the game specifically... And this is like a nitpick. This isn't a, a thing. Like, I like going into the different areas and yeah. doing stuff, especially once you have all of the stuff unlocked. You and do the guns are like amazing. Time. Yeah. Like, if you go in, there's no unlock. Like in Far Cry Three, once you unlock all the garrisons, Far Cry Three, I played the shit out of too. Yeah. But like, once you've beaten all the garrisons, you can just go to a spot and reset them all, and they just all reset with enemies again. I forgot about that. You can't do that in this. Like, once you beat it, beat it, it's it's over. The score. All right, so I'm going to give this a 7.5, which ties with Silent Hill 2, Parasite Eve, and XCOM 2. Wow. Okay. Is that good or bad? I'm, like, no, I'm surprised, because you just said that, you know, you thought it was more Yeah, no, I respect a lot of the good attributes of this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... I, I foresee oh, you guys you know holding what? it up like at eight point five nine ish range if you were on my scale. But that's right. You like you like Silent Hill one better than Silent Hill two. Never mind. Yeah, Forget I agree with I Silent Hill two. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Steven? I'm gonna go ahead and have to give this game a solid B for boobs. Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. <laughs> B for Blood Dragon. B for Blood Dragon. For, or BB. I'd like to go last, so Clark. Why would you like to go last? Oh, by the way, I am surprised you didn't make some kind of reference to Steve's spank bank with the titties in this game. Oh, yeah, that's right. There are 8-bit. No, no, no. He only likes polygonal 32-bit. Polygonal, please, please. Polygonal. Polymorpheus. All right. uh, For my score, I'm going to give this a 2-2 bionic fucking metal rock fists with electric out of three laser sharks. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Hmm. I'm giving this a 100%. Wow. Thank you very much for tuning in to Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon with Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. 100%? 100%. Wow. You've never given 100%. This is your highest rated game. 100%. Is this the end? Like, are we done now? This is still the end. No, let's announce the next game. In two weeks, it'll be Duck Dynasty. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.
It's just so funny to. <laughs> oh, Ew, oh my god! I watched the spray. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, who's Shut got up, the flu? Harry. Don't feel so good. So <laughs> some of the tracks, some of the tracks, but. <laughs> I just turned into. I just turned into the thing. The sneeze. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. Oh god. You gotta be fucking kidding. Hey, you'd all be dead. <laughs> Steve <laughs> might have a chance if he can get up the stairs. Quickly yeah. Enough. Yep. Fuck you too.